And a very good Sunday morning behind the scenes here on 104.5 WQKT, AM 960 WKVX, and streaming online at WQKT.com. Our guest via the telephone this morning, our good friend from the OSU Extension Office in Wayne County, and that is Melinda Hill. Melinda Hill, uh, first off, thank you very much for taking the time. As always, glad to have you with us here this morning. Thank you, Ron. It's really great to be here with everyone. Well, we're going to be talking uh, this morning and the next time we speak about some timely issues, and we're going to be talking uh, a little bit about the year so far uh, and kind of how to cope with everything that's been happening uh, from the coronavirus to to all the unrest uh, in the nation at this time, but uh, not only how we cope, but for parents out there, try to help your kids cope and, and try to help explain everything that's going on, especially to a young mind that can be pretty confusing. Absolutely. And so, you know, I think as parents, um, many of us try and shelter our children from a lot of the the questions and concerns going on in the world. Um, and I guess I'd just like to challenge us to maybe have some conversations and really listen to some of their questions and concerns so that, they build the skills that they need for future hardship and disappointment. You know, very seldom does life turn out exactly the way you planned. Would you agree? I think everybody listening would agree to that. I don't think anybody saw this coming. We, you know, so how do we take this and make it into kind of a teachable moment? And it's a, a time for us to be able to help them put their feelings into words, that they're disappointed, that they can't do the things that they had planned to do this spring. And as I said, this is not the first time it's going to happen, and probably throughout their life, it's not going to be the last. And so they have two choices. We have two choices. We can choose healthy ways to cope with this, or there are some unhealthy ways to do that. And sometimes, um, you know, even just a simple thing as food can be a stress relief. And before we know it, it can end up being an unhealthy way to be able to cope. So as I was doing a little look um, research for this, I ran across this um, activity from the Fuller Youth Institute that talked about ways to help young people navigate their loss and disappointment. And I'd just like to offer this as an activity. So whether, you know, uh, at mealtime or whether there's uh, you have some family time, start by making two lists. One On one side, all of the things that you think we have lost, the things that we're not going to be able to do, or not be able to experience um, this spring, summer, etc. And then on the flip side, or the, the second side of the paper, look at gratitude and have each family member really talk about both the things that they have lost and then the things that they're really grateful for. And in general, we do this because sometimes 
in our own minds, I don't actually identify what the problem is. But if I'm really forced to think about it, process it, and put it a name to it, it can help me identify what the problem is so then I can make the next step to heal. We don't have to pretend like everything is fine. We can look at it and be sad or angry or irritable, and then once I've done that, then I can move on. The second reason they give us about doing an activity like this is that naming that loss keeps us from from minimizing it or always looking and, and not acknowledging what that loss is. So in other words, um, oh, it's not so bad, you'll get over it. Or, oh, um, that's, that's not, you'll have many more times to experience that. And while we as parents may think that that's the way to be able to, to not, um, to help them overcome this, at the same time, we're not acknowledging what their true feelings are and some of that loss and disappointment that they may be experiencing. So thinking about the the words that we use can be very helpful for our kids. So when they come to you and say, gee, I am so angry or frustrated or irritated, we can just say back to them, I I understand. This is so frustrating that you don't get to go to that event or you don't get to do this. I'm sad about that too. Um, so you're acknowledging, you're validating what they're feeling at that moment. And then from there, we uh, can begin that healing process, as I said, to go on to the next level. Um. They also said that in naming what our our frustration or our loss might be, then we can be honest about it without getting stuck and staying there. And I begin to look at that second column, you know, what are all of those things that I am really grateful for? I don't know about the rest of our listeners, but there have been some true blessings that have come out of being able to spend more family time, more time at home. Um, and I hope that amidst all of the frustration and um, uncertainty that we may be feeling right now, that there would be some of those that others can look at and say, you know, this this really was an, a nice thing for us to be able to have either more family time together or uh, more meals times together, whatever it happens to be. So do you think that's something that the boys might like to do, Ron? I think so, and and, and I like the way it, it's broken down. You, you mentioned uh, not trying to silver line everything or, or sugarcoat things, and And, you know, I'm sure so many parents have said, you know, stop complaining, your life's not so bad, or at least, you know, this isn't happening. I like the fact that you separate. Um, You mentioned that you let them be sad over the things that that, that they might have missed over the last couple months, but at the same time, 
to not drown in it, and also take a look at at, at the things that you are grateful for. And and, and rather than, than trying to, I guess, push the bad stuff under the rug, allow that to be bad, but also recognize the good. And that goes right to the next step that says, okay, we need to understand that we don't have control over everything in our lives. But we can control our internal attitude and the way we respond to things. So as you go through the list, maybe you can highlight what kind of things that are on that list can I control and what things are outside my control. If somebody else is making the choice as to, let's say, a ball team that's not meeting or not practicing, that's outside of your control. However, if I've got a ball in a mitt, I can still go out in the backyard and I can still practice on my own. So if that's a true love and something that I really enjoy, that doesn't mean I have to give it up. It just means I can't do it the way that I've always done. And I heard it said the other day um, that this may have prompted individuals' creativity because there's so many things that we can't do the way we usually do them. So how can I do them? How can I experience? How can I share? How can I teach and do things in a different manner? So um, we were talking also about building resiliency and our children and helping them have the skill set to be able to um, experience times like this in their lives and look at it and say, okay, this stinks, this is not the way I wanted it, but here's where I'm going with this. And there are um, several values here that I'll just uh, try and go through here rather quickly, but the first is composure. When life happens, slow down, take a deep breath, and choose how we're going to respond. Um, An example would be when you spill a drink. Your immediate response is to get frustrated and, you know, got to clean it up. All right. Well, take a breath, get the rags, get it cleaned up, but make a choice as to how you're going to respond and how it's going to affect the next part of your day. Building patience. (laughs) This is one that's probably uh, at the top of lots of our list right now um, because we're being stretched in so many ways. Really listen to the words that other people are saying and not be thinking about what your response is going to be. Listening is hard work to really understand what they are saying, and then repeat back to them what you think you heard, because many times our words and their words may not agree. Trying to be optimistic, Um, and we all know that there are, uh, can I say, valleys in our life and the hilltops, and the hilltops are really good ones because I can see and appreciate from from which I've come. Um, but just remember that our, our mind's eye 
can cherish those those special moments that I really want to cherish and look forward to those as time continues. Help them to think about being grateful. How do you express gratitude? We made that list of things on the other side of our disappointments, so maybe this is a really good place to start. But be intentional about telling people, especially those that we love, because we're probably not as apt to, what we really like, what we really appreciate about them, what we, um, when they're doing things at home that are so helpful, let's just remember to say thank you and be grateful. Um, and especially for children, when and if you have the opportunity to, to have a few moments with them before they head off to bed or if you're tucking them into bed at night, tell them two or three things that really went well today and that you're really grateful for them. And it's amazing what behavior changes you can make by focusing on the really good things. Um, Think about forgiveness. And we all have hurt in life. We all have choices. We can either focus on the hurt or we can forgive and begin to heal. So... The choice is ours, and it kind of goes back to this, some of the positivity and the the choice that I have. They talked about connection, and this is a really interesting one to me, especially, again, at this time, because so many of us are maybe feeling that I'm not connected to my social circle, my friends, my faith community, my work community. So how can I... Uh, how can I build those relationships um, in in different ways? Can I use technology? Can I um, look at different avenues to be able to just really keep in touch? Random act of kindness maybe would be another one. Um, And obviously not all at once of these might be things to focus on, but it would be interesting to see if there's something here that we've talked about, that there's one area that I say, you know, that's an area that I think my family could really work on. Um, The Search Institute out of Minneapolis has some wonderful activities that if families are really interested, I'd be happy to talk through more of that, but... um, These are all things that are building blocks for life. And we as parents have such a wonderful opportunity um, to be able to help our kids build these skills so that as adults and and in life, they will be better able to handle many of these challenges. Well, obviously some great advice uh, for any time, but really uh, now especially uh, with everything that, that families have had to go through over the last three months with the coronavirus pandemic. A little bit off target and off topic, but before we wrap things up, Melinda, I know you want to remind people uh, about a, a canning event happening at the fairgrounds. It's coming up uh, just two days from now. It'll be on Tuesday the 23rd. Tell people about that if you would. Thank you, Ron. Um, because of the uh, environment that we're in right now, 
We are needing to do our canner testing by appointment this year. So if you would like to have your gauge style canner tested, we're doing it at the Wayne County Fairgrounds at the Junior Fair Pavilion. And um, if you will call our office at 330-264-8722, we'll be happy to set you up with an appointment and get you some of the details that you'll need. It'll be just a drive-through. Um, in other words, you don't even have to get out of your car. It'll be uh, in the pavilion outside. I'll come to the car, get the lid, test it, and bring it back to you. Easy peasy. Melinda Hill, our guest in studio today from the OSU Extension Office here in Wayne County. Melinda, as always, uh, enjoy it and appreciate you taking the time. Thank you very much, Ron. Have a great day, everyone. More on the way as we continue on a Sunday morning here on WQKT. Right after this quick break, we'll check in with the weather. Stay tuned.